From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. By now, you've probably heard that President Trump wants to cut taxes and buy a lot. In fact, his administration is saying this about their plan it released this week. The president is going to seize this opportunity by leading the most significant tax reform legislation since 1986 and one of the biggest tax cuts in the American history. It's a claim many presidents have wanted to make. And while the one-page proposal from the Trump administration was short on details, it does include cutting the corporate tax rate from 35% to 15%, eliminating tax deductions for state and local taxes, and doubling the standard deduction. There's little chance of everything the administration is proposing getting through Congress. But if there is one thing that we've learned in the past 100 days, this is a president who likes to negotiate. So let's take this as his opening bid and find out what we can learn with Ben White from Politico, who joins me by Skype. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Great to be with you. So who's going to benefit from the plan? Well, obviously, according to the administration, everybody will get a tax cut. I think it's clear that the biggest beneficiaries at this point would be large corporations who would see their tax bill go from 35 to 15 percent. There's big beneficiaries among rich individuals as well who are hedge fund managers or they are partners in law firms and they file their taxes as pass-through income. And if we do cut the marginal rates on individuals, obviously, there's a lot of money at the top. So rich people would get a tax cut. What the administration would like to do is cut all of the marginal rates for everyone. So middle income people would get a tax cut as well, but it would probably be smaller since they make less money. So is this a tax reform or a tax cut? And does that difference matter? Uh, It matters a lot. And at this point, it's mainly supply side tax cuts, particularly on the corporate side. They've basically said, we want to go to 15% and we'll deal with how to make up the revenue later. Tax reform classically means you do cut rates, but you broaden the base to the point where you're not really adding to the debt or deficit. Right now on the business side, they're simply saying, let's do a big tax cut, mainly rely on faster growth to make up for the revenue. People in the House, led by Paul Ryan, want to do real tax reform. In their case, it would include a border adjustment tax that would raise a trillion dollars over 10 years to offset some of the lost revenue. But the White House so far hasn't shown much interest in that. So this is Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin on the tax plan. What this is about is creating jobs and creating economic growth. And that's what massive tax cuts and massive tax reform and simplifying the system is what we're going to do. So are taxes actually holding back economic growth? Well, there's no real evidence that they are on the individual side. On the corporate side, you can certainly make an argument that the U.S. has too high a statutory top rate, that it's not competitive with some of the other advanced economies who over the last decades have reduced their rates. And I know you can talk about effective rates. Yeah, I mean, the reality is is no one is really paying 35%. Well, some people are. And if they're not, they don't all take advantage of all these deductions to get to a much lower rate. And what we've seen is that a lot of companies will invest will try to take themselves overseas to avoid the U.S. corporate rate. So even if you don't believe that companies pay a high effective tax rate, it still distorts corporate behavior in a way that's not particularly helpful to the U.S. So if we could get rid of some of the inversions by having a slightly more competitive tax rate and then making it harder to take advantage of so many deductions and get your rate down, that would be, generally speaking, better. And there are plenty of Democrats who accept that theory as well. Jason Furman, the former CEA director under Obama, among them, they don't 
don't want to go down to 15%, but they do think we could get a bit lower than we are now. But how do we know that just because corporations are paying less in taxes that they're going to create jobs or open factories? I mean, we don't. Yeah, they give the money back to shareholders or they've been investing in the ongoing trend of automation, which means fewer workers. There's absolutely no guarantee that doing big sweeping tax cuts leads to much faster economic growth or a big boom in jobs. I think, you know, the most reasonable argument on the corporate side is just to try to get companies to stay here and not take advantage of weirdness in the tax code to incorporate abroad. But to say we do this, we're going to unleash a tide of new jobs and new spending is wishful thinking. Okay, here's how the administration wants to pay for all of this. This will pay for itself with growth and with reduction of different deductions and closing loopholes. Does that theory actually work? No, uh, it doesn't work. I mean, tax cuts do, in the short term, generally speaking, create some faster growth that does offset some deficit impact, but that's usually a couple of years. And then over the longer term window, they increase the deficit and the debt. They don't pay for themselves. And the big miss in this presentation and in general with this one pager is that they're not telling us anything about what these deductions and loopholes are. And that's the big billion trillion dollar question. And there's no answers to that. Everybody when they introduce a big tax cut package, say, oh, yeah, we're going to pay for this with all these loopholes and reductions. But what are they? We don't know now. Right now, it absolutely would not pay for itself. Funny you should mention that. We're working on lots of details. Further details. Final details of the bill. Details. Micro details. Very firm details. Lots and lots of details. We will release the details, specific details, and we will continue to give you more details as we have them. So uh, I love it. It's just a general lack of details. But the, the one that we did get was that they want to eliminate the tax deduction that you get for paying state and local taxes that would hit people who live in places like New York, where I live, New Jersey, where you live. And there's already complaints about this. Does this get to this issue of when you try and change the tax code, the people who benefit from deductions are going to fight tooth and nail to keep it? It absolutely does. I mean, I've talked to people on the Hill about this, and and some have spoken out publicly against it, particularly people from states like California, New Jersey, and New York, who say, look, this would be a big tax increase on middle-income America and, you know, to some degree on on wealthier America. Uh, And this could be a big tax hike on them if you can no longer deduct it from your federal taxes. And it's one of those things where, you know, it sounds good and it helps your numbers at the outset, but when you get down into doing tax reform, it becomes nearly impossible to do. I would be amazed if they managed to get rid of the state and federal tax deduction. So, Ben, what's going to be harder, repealing and replacing Obamacare or tax reform? I I think ultimately Obamacare is harder. I think they could get something through the House, but it will run into a wall of opposition in the Senate. And on tax reform, I think they'll just have to scale back their goals a great deal. They'll have to say, uh, we're not going to get this giant cut to 15%. Maybe we get to 20 or 25% because there's just not the political coordination or the will on the part of the White House and Republicans in Congress and certainly not Democrats to do a massive budget-busting tax cut. It's just going to be real hard. This stuff is complicated. It is super complicated as President Trump is figuring out in office. He came in thinking he could just ramrod stuff through by force of will, not get bogged down in the details and just pull off his salesman routine. Hasn't worked so far in healthcare. It's going to be a big lift on taxes. Well, happy 100 days to you, Ben, and thank you very much. Oh, uh, happy 100 days to you. Always a pleasure. Ben White is the chief economic correspondent for Politico, and I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC. 